welcome to another incredibly entertaining episode of Youth Radio, the most awesomely cool show. Yes, you will bow before our coolness. And to prove just how cool we are, we have cool segments this week. First, a Father's Day montage put together by our cool collective. Then, an interview with Young Fathers by Lucia. And finally, Kyle has produced yet another conspiracy, which might be cool. It depends on how much he depresses us. But first, let's hear some awesomely cool music from our awesomely cool music hosts. Hmm, hello again, my wonderfully insane listeners. Our first song for the evening is Dumb by Nirvana. I'm not like them, back in the town. The sun is gone, my highlight. The day is done, now I'm having fun. I think I'm dumb, maybe just happy. Think I'm just happy. Think I'm just happy. Think I'm just happy. Midnight Mile by Bouncing Souls. They're an awesome tastic full band that will be playing at this year's Warp Tour. So now you have another reason to go. Now back to Lucia 1. Why, thank you, Lucia 2. To start our segment tonight, we have a montage about our radio, our youth radio members' opinions about Father's Day. My father. Well, to tell you the truth, we don't have the perfect relationship. We have our ups and downs like a normal father-son relationship, but the bottom line is I love him. I love the way he breaks the silence with his little outbursts. I love the way he does his little tricks when he cooks. P.S. He's a better cook than my mother. My funniest and most memorable moment of my father is when we were playing cards. We made a bet. Loser runs around the house outside like a monkey. He lost and he actually did the dare on all four. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, I love my father through thick and thin. May you grow older, may the Creator bless you with the everlasting bliss, and always remember that I love you, and thanks Dad for everything. What can I say about my father, except that he is almost one of the best dads in the world? Notice how I said almost. But anyways, I have to thank him for all that he's given up for me and my mom. He was always working when I was a kid. I would come home from school and he would be getting ready for work, and I wouldn't see him till I kissed him goodbye in the morning, and by then he was really tired. But he did sacrifice a lot for me. When my mother went to college, he was there to take care of me. 
He was even there for my first black eye, and I'm sure that was a proud moment for him. He always pushed me to be better than I am, while telling me that he's proud of who I am. He's also the main person who drives me 50 plus miles from Laguna to KUNM to do youth radio, even if I don't do the dishes. I love my dad, and I'm glad that he stuck around with me and my mom, when I know it would have been just as easy to leave us all those years ago. It's for my father. Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. A lot of us are saying, what is the use of it? Because that's what I'm saying. I didn't have no real father, but my stepdad did do a lot for me. But since he's been gone for like four years now, there's really no purpose for me. But Father's Day is supposed to be a day that we recognize our fathers, which really, I think there's no purpose in it. But they're the people that helped our mothers bring us into this world, though they did not push us out. I never remember Father's Day. I always remember Mother's Day, but never Father's Day. The day before Father's Day, I'll be sitting there thinking about nothing, and then it pops into my head, tomorrow's Father's Day. And I realize that I have to rush frantically off to the Walgreens to buy some sort of candy or snack for my father and a card so that I can show him that he is appreciated. Not so with Mother's Day. I remember several weeks in advance and plan out several elaborate shopping trips to try and figure out precisely what my mother wants for Mother's Day. I wonder somewhat about why this is, considering in a male-dominated society, it seems like men are the ones who are held more highly in a public standing and shown more in a visual light, whereas women are seen more in the recesses of society. It's not necessarily how it is, but it's how it's portrayed. And so I wonder how that reflects in the fact that I remember Mother's Day so much better and always forget Father's Day. Father's Day, Father's Day. What comes to mind when I hear that? I think of my dad, of course. I think about all the things that I've done with my dad. For example, when I was smaller, my family would go on a lot of road trips, and those were always fun. It kind of sucks now because we don't usually go on family trips anymore, and when we do, my dad doesn't come with us. It's just me, my mom, and my brother. I wish that we could close the shop so we can travel together. My dad is great. Because the FIFA World Cup is going on right now, I get to watch it with my dad, and that's cool because my dad and I don't spend that much time together. Another thing that comes to mind when I hear Father's Day is, what do you get for your dad? What do you give a dad? I always want to give him something useful, but I don't know if he'll like it or if he'll use it. I can just give it to him and hope for the best. All I can say is that I love my dad, and I don't know what I'd do without him. My dad's raised me and my little brother Damon since I was two and he was a baby. He raised us all by himself. 
He taught us to be independent thinkers and to speak up for ourselves or anything we believe in. My father supports us when we make mistakes and helps us find solutions. When I get really stressed out, he's there to let me know that it's not really that big of a deal and to chill out. When you really need to talk, he'll be there to listen to you. To me, Father's Day is a day to thank my dad for everything he has done for me. Like supporting me when I want to do something, being by my side during the good and the bad times, and giving me all the love I need to survive. It's not only a day for that, but it's also a day to congratulate all of the dads for their hard work in raising children. To me, it doesn't look that easy. Father's Day is a day to recognize those who care. My dad, Lloyd Tram, has got to be the best dad in the world. I love him to death. Our relationship isn't perfect, but whose relationship is? We get into a whole lot of arguments, but I know in the end, I'll always love him. I know my dad isn't perfect. He makes mistakes like everyone else. I know he's wiser than I, but forgive me, Dad. I know that my stubbornness might just pop out more than often. It might not seem that I tell you everything, but some of the things I tell you, I haven't told anyone. You might not even know this, but I brag to my friends about what an awesome dad you are. You and Mom are people that I look up to. You, Dad, have taught me so much. I remember one time when Maylin and I were still pretty young. You made me write out grandmother and grandfather out like at least 20 times until I remembered how to spell them. You said if I kept rewriting words that I want to learn to spell, I'd learn how to spell them in no time. And by the end of that day, I remembered how to spell them. You taught me so much. You're one of the wisest people I've ever met. You always said, what comes around goes around. So I've just engraved that in my mind. I try to be a great person every day because you said that. And I know I'm a better person because you taught me how to. I love you, Dad, and I always will. I know that on Father's Day, we don't usually get you a gift that you might like. As hard as it is, what do we give a great dad like you? We've gotten you silly cups and magnets that may have said number one dad and homemade cards, but what do we give a dad? It's so hard. Maylin and I always have trouble thinking about what to get you. For Mom, it's easy for us to just get her flowers. But for you... Mom, Maylin, and I have the most trouble. We can give you our love, but we also want to give you something that you can possibly use. But whatever we end up giving you, even if it's some crappy card, you should know that we love you. This song is dedicated to my dad because when my sister and I were young, he'd always play songs for us. And Funky Town happens to be one of the songs. Mom, Maylin, and I love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Won't you take me to Funky Town? Won't you take me to Never damn the man or the man will come down and damn you. Without inspiration and the teachings that I inherited from my father, then it seems like my life would be meaningless. Like, I will have no knowledge of how to prepare myself for upcoming situations in in life. Like now that I turned 18, I'm a legal adult. Now I have to make my own de- decisions of making a better life for myself. So I appreciate my father a lot. My father is a powerful man. He's um, very res- um, respected around my village. It's just not about my father. It's about like 
other fathers out there too that have to be appreciated of what they have done. And what I like to say is like my I just now recently lost my grandfather. I see that now I am in the role of my father's shoes and my father is in the role of my grandfather's shoes. So now I have to be a leader of my family and I guess that's how I see Father's Day is a way to appreciate your father on his teachings of what he has done for you. And you just heard a montage about Father's Day by our Youth Radio Collective. The South Valley Male Involvement Program, or project, is a program designed to provide good education and health care for men and boys of all ages. They did a song recently called I Love You Daddy, the Daddy Song. Daddy. I love my daddy, but I, I, I love you, my daddy. I love That was Project M with I Love You, the daddy song. And me, Lucia 1 and Lucia 2, just want to give a shout out to our dad, John Martinez. And we just want to say happy Father's Day. Okay. Anyway, now our next song is I Caught Fire by The Used. was Someone Something by Spoon. And now back to our host, Kyle. For our next segment, Lucia has an interview with Ray Garcia Salas about the New Mexico Youth Fathers Project, a program that helps young fathers under the age of 26 learn skills to help them raise their children. Hi, I'm Lucia Martinez from KUNM Youth Radio, and I'm here today interviewing Ray Garcia Salas. So Ray, what is the New Mexico Young Fathers Project? It's basically a group of uh, young teen dads that uh, have kids or are expecting kids to get together once a week and talk about what it's like being a dad. How did you get involved in this program? Well, I was actually in the juvenile detention center when they, they uh, told me about it. Why did you get involved with this program? Uh, they told me that if when I was in jail that I could uh, visit my son and all I had to do was go to their group. And when I got out, I kept going to their group. And I've been going ever since. It's going on about four years now. I understand you're a young father. When did you have your first child? Uh, I was 14 when I found out my uh, girlfriend at the time was pregnant. Wow. Be a shock. Yes. What have you learned from 
this program? Well, I've learned how to deal with the... My son's going to be five now, so I've grown with my son to learn what it's like to have an infant to a terrible twos, terrible threes, and just watching my son grow, learning with him, watching him learn. So. Did the program help build your relationship skills? Yes. Bef before the program, I was going t totally in the negative. My life was just looking towards the bad. How have you changed your life from before? Uh, well, when I was growing up, me and my friends, we used to talk about what we're, what kind of tattoos we were going to have when we were going to prison, what we were going to do as a gang, uh, getting into trouble. I was always fighting, suspended from school. You know, every night me and my brothers would sneak out of the house and we'd go in, the, in my neighborhood and actually look up to the drug dealers and gang members and wanted to be just like them. So every night we'd be out in the street and being someone real bad because with time it got worse and worse and we got more involved, more deeper. And uh, me and my friends, our goal in life was to end up in prison. We said that when we grew up, we were going to get tattoos professionally so we wouldn't get the ugly ones in prison. And it was we didn't have goals. How do you want to raise your children differently so they can have a better life? Well, I want to be around. I want to be their friend so they can talk to me and uh, so they know not to do the bad things because I want them to live a better life than I did. You know, who wouldn't? What do you hope for your children's future? Just to be good citizens. I, I want them to be comfortable with me. I want to be comfortable with them and I want to be their friends and hopefully they're good kids. <laughs> do you have a, any message to youth that think they might have a pregnant girlfriend or are sexually active? Uh, if they're sexually active, I would just want them to know that there's consequences to having sex. Uh, I didn't know that there was consequences. I thought I was special and it wasn't going to happen to me, but it does happen. And uh, if you're going to be having sex, use contraception. You don't want to be a teen parent. It's a, it's a struggle. Thanks. What do you want for your future? Uh, I'm going to school. I actually want to get my associates in business administration. Uh, I've been working with my dad in the paint and body business, so I'm learning how to run my dad's business. And do you raise both of your kids? Yes. Do? Is Since that hard? day one, yes. I had to actually lie my age when I was 14 just to get a job because I was, I was already on probation when I was 14 and I had found out. So I had to lie my age out of Wendy's and my information. So, Who are your mentors from the New Mexico Young Fathers Project? Carl Dellinger. Yeah, he's been around since the beginning with me. He's gone through all my courts, and he's been there for my kids' birthday parties and showed me what it was like, how, how to deal with anger management, so he's been around like a dad. Was he a young father, too? No. But he just decided to take a step forward and help those who are? Yes. What are some of the most important things you need to know to raise a kid? It's really just being there and to learn with your kids. You have to teach them, you know what I mean? You have to teach them their ABCs and how to use the restroom and, you know, discipline stuff. So they need their dad to be around. They need a role model. So you just have to be there for them. What does Father's Day mean to you? Gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know, like a thank you day for being, being a dad, being there. Is it special? Yeah, very. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, just, just to know that there's consequences out there.
And I just really want to thank you for this because I know that you've changed at least one person's life. And I know there's a, the majority of our listeners are youth and they really need to hear this. So thank you. No problem. That was Lucia interviewing Ray Garcia Salas. Over 1,300 young men have been involved in, with the New Mexico Young Fathers Project. To learn more about this program, go to their website at www.youngfathers.com. Now, time for more tunes. My name is Avikra, and I'm your second music host for tonight. Uh, we've got some old school and new school hip-hop. So to start it off, we have um, off their collaboration album, Reflection Eternal, here's DJ High Tech and Talib Kweli with Memories Live. out the chain, then kick a lungy off the tip of his timbo, and trick a honey dip into a game of strip limbo, odd, he couldn't find no remorse, a wink is as good as a nod to a blind horse, of course his technique was from a divine source. Um, you might have heard that last artist if you watch Adult Swim. Danger Doom is a collaboration between DJ and producer Danger Mouse and rapper MF Doom. MF Doom is a persona inspired by Marvel comic supervillain Doctor Doom, using a metal mask when he performs and is photographed. MF Doom refuses to take off his mask in public. <laughs> oh, that was by Danger Doom. Oh, now to Lucia. <laughs> Few others in the Youth Radio Collective can claim to be as politi- politically paranoid as Kyle. To share some of that with the rest of the community, here is Kyle with his Conspiracy Corner. There is nothing to fear except fear itself. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. A couple of years ago, my family and I were standing in the line to go through airport security when a Middle Eastern gentleman came into the line. He was late for his flight, and the people in the line, including my family, let him go ahead. A few people shorted the front of the line, however, he stopped. The woman in front of him asked if he would like to go ahead of her. He said... No, I don't want to attract attention to myself. I thought it was funny at the time, but now I have a chance to reflect on how sad it is. If that man had gone through to the front of the line, most certainly the security guards would have singled him out for a random search. If my father, who looks Middle Eastern, had done the same thing, he would have received similar treatment. However, if my mother or I, both poster images of Anglo-ethnicity, had tried, we would have been paid no mind by security. I ask again that age-old question, Why? Why is it that a simple difference of hair and eye color and skin tone distinguishes how much people fear you? I've come to realize that it is just that, fear. Think on everything that you have ever been afraid of and consider how many of those things cause you fear because you do not understand them. Now tell me why. 
What is so horrible about the unknown that you should fear it? Tell me what is so horrible about the unknown that you do not try to understand it. I'll put it in a better context. Many of our current international problems stem from conflicts between Islam and Christianity. Again, the cause is fear. When 19 Muslim terrorists killed 3,000 Americans, we feared. We looked at Islam as a whole, and out of ignorance, we feared that Muslims everywhere hated us and desired our death. We went to war with Iraq out of fear that they had weapons that they would use against us. Tell me, why would we fear an attack from a Muslim country that has barely the resources to maintain an economy, rather than a country such as, say, France, which certainly has greater military power than Iraq? It's absurd, of course, but logically more plausible than Iraq attacking us. But we understand France. We know how they work. We had no such certainty regarding Iraq, though. You see how fear motivated us to wage war on a country that was undeserving of our enmity? There were those of us who advocated against the war, but those were the ones who understood, who had no reason to fear Iraq because they knew that fear was not a good enough reason. But now, because of our fear, countless thousands are dead. And consider the reaction of those Muslims who now live in fear of the descending Christian armies who come to kill them. Consider the fact that we have now managed to breed the same aura of fear into others that we feel. That is the conspiracy, that we have now made those whom we fear for no good reason fear and as a byproduct hate us for good reason. The conspiracy is that that Middle Eastern man in the security line had to fear the reactions of men with guns, while my mother and I can blissfully go by about our existence, because those men did not understand him. This country was created so that any person, man, woman, child, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, Jewish, Hindu, black, white, anyone, could come and be welcomed without fear, without prejudice, because they understood that we were all human. I can't speak for anyone else, but I don't intend to be the one who proves that principle false. And that was Kyle with his latest conspiracy. What new melodies do our music hosts have for us now? Okay, up next we have The Roots, which is a hip-hop group based out of Philadelphia, and here they are with Swept Away from their 1995 album, Do You Want More? That was swept away by the roots, and now we have Michael the Mouse. Hey there, listener. <clears throat> I mean, hey there, listeners. This is your Youth Radio Weekly Calendar for June 18th, 2006. I'm your host, Michael Harley. To kick things off, join the Corrales Community Library for the summer reading program. On Tuesday, June 20th, see a magic show in the library's park. And, continuing through the summer, write down the books you read and enter them into the weekly drawing to win a prize. The fun begins at 7 p.m., but come early for good seats. The Corrales Community Library is located at 84 West La Entrada, just off of Corrales Road. For more information on this and future programs, call the library at 897-0733. To celebrate Albuquerque's 300-year anniversary, why not learn more about its history? You can always pick up a book on the subject, 
but the University of New Mexico has a much more interesting option. See the gallery, Albuquerque, 300 Years of History, which runs through August 31st. Call UNM's Zimmerman Library, where the gallery will be located, at 277-6451 to learn more about this event. Is your bike not geared up for your summer adventures? Learn everything you need to know to keep your bike in the best shape possible. A Bike Maintenance 101 lesson is being held by the hiking and gear experts at REI. The best part is it's completely free. REI is located at 1550 Mercantile Northeast. For more info, call 247-1191. The Rio Grande Zoo isn't just a place to watch polar bears in the desert heat. Every week through August 11th, Zoo Music is making sweet melodies for you and the animals. On Friday, June 23rd, Yerba Buena will be performing their unique blend of Afro-Cuban and hip-hop tunes. The zoo gates will open at 5.30 p.m., the performance will be from 7 until 9 p.m., and you can watch the animals dance to the beat until 8 p.m. Rio Grande Zoo is located at 903 10th Street, Southwest. For more information, call the zoo at 764-6200 or visit their website at www.nmzoosociety.com. Summer means it's time to cool off in the water. Unfortunately, we don't have much of that here in New Mexico. But you can learn more about those lucky places that do have it, as well as the mysteries of the deep blue sea. Now showing at the Museum of Natural History's Dyna Theater, you can dive into a coral reef adventure every hour of every day from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. To find out more about the show, call the museum at 841-2802 or visit their website at www.nmnaturalhistory.org. Looking for a place to show what you're made of when it comes to the chessboard? Maybe you're just looking to get some good tips on the best moves for your queen and rooks. Well, on the weekend of June 24th, the city of Albuquerque's got you covered. The ABQ Tricentennial Open Chess Tournament will be held at the Albuquerque Marriott, located at 2101 Louisiana Boulevard Northeast. If you're ready for battle, call 857-0096 for more information. It is Father's Day today, we can't leave good old dad out of the calendar, now can we? Try to summarize your dad in 200 words. Can you do it? Well, if so, you may want to consider nominating him for the 2006 Que Padre Award presented by the South Valley Male Involvement Project. Sum up all the great qualities about your father, and you and he could win attendance for a special July 1st barbecue. You can submit an entry or ask a question about the contest by emailing Brian dot s-c-r-n-a at state dot n-m dot u-s looking for a theater experience without the crying children and drawn out previews pope joy hall's 2006-2007 season has just what you need old and new classics from the sleeping beauty ballet to jesus christ superstar are making their way to pope joy's stage broadway's longest running show the phantom of the opera will also make music for you this year Call the UNM Ticket Box Office at 277-3824 for more information before all the good seats are taken. If you're feeling like a plain Jane or Joe, simply looking for a good time at the movies, Hollywood has not let you down. Pixar's newest box office hit, Cars, wants you in the front seat. Of the theater, that is. 
Watch as race car Lightning McQueen discovers that life doesn't always need to be lived in the fast lane when he winds up in a Route 66 hillbilly hell. Freshly opened this past Friday, Jack Black stars in Nacho Libre as a humble cook from a Mexican orphanage who doubles as a superhero to save his young friends. Also, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves reunite for the first time since 1994's Speed, only to find they share a love between different dimensions of time in The Lake House. We love to tell you what's going on in our lovely state, but it's hard to do without your help. If you've got any events for our calendar, please email them to us at youthradio at kunm.org. We take events through Thursday before our Sunday program. This has been your Youth Radio Weekly Calendar for June 18th, 2006. I'm your host, Michael Harley. Get out there and have some fun this week. And now, it's back to our true hosts. Thank you for tuning into our show tonight. We hope you enjoyed how awesomely cool it was. Our engineer was Michael Harley. Our calendar host was also Michael Harley. Music was done by Avikar Lucky and Lucia Martinez. The Father's Day montage was edited by Mercedes Mejia. The Young Fathers interview was conducted by Lucia Martinez. Others in the Youth Radio Collective are Shatane Tuck, Philip Riley, Diana Barron-Moore, Mars Chalon, Paula Castillo, Jaron Kai, Tracy Tram, and Mina Lee. Our adult co-conspirators are Mercedes Mejia, Marcos Martinez, Roberta Rial, and Steve Emmons. I'm your host slash music host, Lucia Martinez. And I'm Kyle Ferris. Tune in next week for another episode of Youth Radio. Next up is Spoken Word. 